Hi everyone, welcome back to Block Shots. My name is Gautam Dhameja and in this episode, I'm going to talk about life cycle of a block. So basically, a block is a collection of transactions and some metadata. Let's take a look at how a block is produced by the block producer nodes or the miner or validator nodes in a blockchain. Now, let's just assume that according to the consensus algorithm, we have the node selected to produce the next block. Now, we have understood in the consensus episode of the podcast that through this algorithm, we select who is going to be the next node to produce the block. Now, let's just assume that uh, that has been done. This episode is about the process of producing the block. Okay. So the first thing that this block producer node would do is to choose which block to build on. Now recall that blockchain is a chain of blocks. For each new block, we need to refer to the hash of the previous block. That is how the chain is formed. Hence, this node would first choose or select which block to build on. Recall that all the nodes in a blockchain store all the data. Now all the validator and full nodes in a blockchain store all the data and the validator nodes produce the blocks. So essentially, this particular node who is going to produce the next block will pick up from its local node which block to build on or the latest block as per this node's local state. Now, basically, blockchain is all about getting consensus on the local states of these nodes so they can pick the latest block from their local state. Now, next, the node would pick the transactions waiting in the transaction queue. Now, in the couple of previous episodes, one was lifecycle of a transaction and the other one was components of a blockchain or anatomy of a blockchain. I've spoken about transaction queue. So essentially, the node would pick the transactions sitting in its transaction queue or mempool and create or compose a new block out of it. This block would then have a list of these transactions selected by this node and the metadata, like the header of the block and a bunch of other things. When the node is actually putting together these transactions in the list to compose the block, then it would verify them as well, once again. So basically the state changes, whether the transactions are valid or not, whether they are going through a valid state transition or not, all of that is verified. And then this whole data object is put together, which is called the block. Now, this whole process is called block building. Now, what happens next? Now we have a data object, which is basically ready to be shared with the other nodes, which is the block. So this node would then broadcast this block to the other nodes using the peer-to-peer network of the blockchain. Now, recall that I also spoke about the networking component of the blockchain in one of the previous episodes. So this networking component is then utilized to broadcast this block Now, all of these other nodes then verify the block by executing all of the transactions in it. Now, if they find everything okay, then they would update their local state based on the transactions in the block. And then the block is added to the chain or the block is committed to the chain because all of the nodes have updated their local state. And they have reached consensus because the order of transactions in this block is agreed by everyone. So that is how a fully decentralized network of nodes updates the state of a distributed ledger by block production. Next block is built on top of this block and the same process continues in the blockchain. Now, I hope you found this insightful. Thank you for listening and I'll see you in the next episode. Ciao.